You're listening to the Adult and Teen Challenge of the Upper Cumberland Podcast. Now, your weekly message from Pastor Tim McLaughlin. Praise God. We're excited that you're joining us uh, wherever you may be, in your car, at home, on your computer. Uh, Thank you for listening to our podcast this morning. Uh, I want to continue. We've been talking the last couple of weeks about faith that pleases God. I love this passage of Scripture in Hebrews 11.6. I want to read it to you out of the King James Version. It says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Father God, we thank You this morning. We seek Your face. We come to know Your ways. Lord, we we just thank You that Your Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. I pray that You'd open ears to hear, open eyes to see, open hearts to receive all that the Spirit of the Lord has to do and to say to Your people. Father, that it would stir our hearts and encourage us, Lord, that we would have faith beyond measure. Father God, to serve you and to do your will in this this world that is so lost right now. I pray right now for our nation. I pray for our president. I pray for our men and women of the military. And Lord, most of all, I pray for those that are lost that do not know you as Lord and Savior, that today would be the day of salvation, that they would come to know you as Lord, as I know you, Father. Strengthen us, Lord God. And we give you praise for these things in Jesus' name. Now, like I said, if you haven't been listening, maybe this is the first time you've uh, you've, you've come and you've heard, I want to encourage you to go back and listen. Uh, this would be part three of Faith That Pleases God. The, the, the Bible says in Habakkuk 2.4, says, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. You need to understand that nothing pleases God as much as steadfast, immovable faith in all that he is and all that he promises to do. The Message Bible says this about Habakkuk 2.4, Look at the man, bloated by self-importance, full of himself, but soul empty. But the person in right standing before God through loyal and steady believing is fully alive, really alive. Now, I'm not a a huge fan of the Message Bible, but I just love how that that passage of Scripture right there, how he writes that out. Because the person that is in right standing before God, the person that is full of faith, believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of him that diligently seeks, that person is alive, fully, really alive. I don't know where you're at this morning, but, but, but without faith, you can't please God. A man without faith is a man that is full of pride or or full of himself instead of being full of God. When we trust more in our own abilities than in the power of God, we will not only not please God, but we will come to a place of destruction. We will be empty vessels trying to fill the void in our hearts that can only be satisfied by the precious love of God and faith that He is and will do what He says He will do. Now let's look at faith that pleases God. If you have your Bibles this morning, go to Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8, beginning in verse number 5. Matthew chapter 8, beginning in verse number 5. It says, And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of, of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. 
The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh, and to my servant do this, and he doeth it. Verse 10, When Jesus heard it, he marveled. Boy, I love that. When Jesus heard it, he marveled, and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Here is a story of a Roman centurion that had great understanding of authority. He understood how much power had been given to him and that there are a lot of things that he could do with that power. I mean, he could go in, he could conquer nations. He could, if, if, if Caesar told him to go, he could go in and his army could destroy just, just thousands of people and take over much land. But when it came to his dying servant, when it came to the one that was sick that he could not do in his own strength anything for this dying servant. So many times we get so consumed with the things that we can do in our own strength and in our own power. But when things get hard and out of control, we have no idea where to turn. We are so full of pride that we don't humble ourselves to the one that can change any circumstance. When we look at this scripture, the Bible says in verses 5 and 6 of this in turn, he came pleading to Jesus for the life of his servant. The word of God tells us that God wants us to come to him with whatever our needs are. Hebrews 4.16 tells us, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Peter says it this way in 1 Peter 5, 7, says, Casting all your care upon him, upon Jesus, for he careth for you. God wants us to come boldly to the throne, not boldly in our own confidence, but boldly knowing that he can do it and that we will find that grace and that help in the time of need. Peter says we can cast any care and all our care upon him because he cares for us. Number two, we need to understand that Jesus is willing. The man did not have to beg Jesus. He did not have to grovel at his feet. He did not have to offer him money or a bribe. All he had to do, church, was ask. In verse 7, Jesus said, I will come. Psalm 21, 4, Psalm 21, verse 4 said, He asked life of thee, and thou gavest it him, even length of days, forever and ever. All we have to do is ask. Psalm 37, 4 says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give it thee the desires of thine heart. The thing is, is when we delight ourselves in our own ability, when we delight ourselves in our own pride, when we delight ourselves in our own ability, it only leads to destruction. But when we delight ourselves in the Lord Most High, trusting in Him, having faith in Him, knowing that He is able he shall give us the desires of our heart. Number three, you need to understand the satirian was a man of great power, yet he humbled himself to the one of ultimate power and ultimate authority. Micah 6, 8 says, He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with God. 
The word humble means not proud or arrogant, but modest. Having a feeling of insignificance, inferiority, subservience, etc. Low in rank, low in importance, low in status, low in quality. Courteously respectful. This man was a Roman centurion, an officer and a leader of 83 plus men. He had the greatest army on the earth of the time behind him. Yet he did not come to Jesus full of pride and arrogance, but modestly. He knew that his rank here on earth did not match that of Jesus' rank as King of Kings, as Lord of Lords, as Son of God. The Bible says in verse 8 of Matthew 8, Lord, I am not worthy. The centurion, this man that had the whole Roman army, the greatest army of all time behind him, this man that was a centurion and, and, and could, could just command them to go, he comes to the Lord and he says, Lord, I am not worthy. We are all worthy in the sight of God, but he desires us to come humbly and without pride. Number four, the centurion had respect for authority on earth and in heaven. In verse 9, he explains his understanding of his power to command troops. But what he is saying is he understands Jesus' power to command legions. Matthew 26, verse 53, Jesus says, Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels. A legion was a troop of more than six thousand. And Jesus said he could call down 12 legions of angels. Now we can assume, even though the Bible does not say specifically, that this centurion had heard Jesus teach and possibly even saw him heal others and do miracles to those that were sick. Thus, when he came to Jesus, he had no doubt in his mind of the power and the authority that Jesus had. Luke chapter 4, verse 36 says, And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What word is this? For with authority and power he commandeth unclean spirits, and they come out. Jesus had total command, total authority, and the centurion knew in whom he had asked when he humbly came before him. Number 5, verse 10 says this, Jesus marveled. Man, I love it. What a powerful statement. Jesus marveled. That needs to be all of our desires, that the Son of God would marvel at our great faith. Two other times in the Gospels do we hear of Jesus complimenting somebody about their great faith. In Matthew 15, verse 22 through 28, was the Gentile woman with a possessed daughter, and Jesus marveled. In Luke chapter 8, verse 43 through 48, was the woman with an issue of blood that came to Jesus and just touched the hem of his garment, and Jesus marveled. Without faith, Hebrews eleven six 6 says, You cannot please God. But this centurion had great faith, and it caused Jesus to marvel. Hebrews 11.6 also says that he rewards those who diligently seek him. The centurion sought him, 
Matthew 8, 5 says he came to Jesus pleading. He diligently sought the Lord. And what happened when the centurion, the woman with an issue of blood, and the Gentile woman with a demon-possessed daughter diligently sought Jesus? He marveled at their great faith and rewarded them. The servant was healed, the woman was healed, and the demon was cast out. I'm asking you this morning, wherever you are, when you're listening to this message, what do you have need of this morning? Are you diligently, boldly, and humbly seeking God? Do you believe that He is? That He is the Word. And whatever the Word of God says, He is. The Bible says in Philippians 4, 6, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Ask God and believe. Have faith and He will reward. Psalm 37, 4 says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thine heart. I'm asking you today, no matter where you're at, no matter what's going on in your life, set pride aside. Humble yourself and come to Him. God desires to reward and to bless you. All you need to do is come. Whatever your need may be, have faith in God. And He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Father, we thank you for the Word of God that is truth. We thank you for the promises of God that are yes and amen. We thank you, Father God, that you touch us and that you bring us great edification, Father God. Stir our hearts. And Lord, whoever may be listening, I pray that they would grow in faith and that they would humbly come to you. By chance, if there's one listening to this podcast that does not know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, I'm going to ask you right now to pray. If you need someone to pray with you, if you would just call me, 888-688-0470, extension 102. Call. I would love to pray with you and introduce you to Jesus Christ, Son of God, Lord of Lords, the one that wants to reward you and bless you, the one that can meet all of your needs. Thank you for listening today. May God bless you. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to know more about this ministry or consider supporting, visit us at teenchallengeuc.org.